Hi, welcome to Upgrade Your Faith. I'm Luke Gradless. This is one of our bite-sized Bible studies. If you haven't been here before, our goal is to spend a few minutes together in God's Word, let it activate our minds, touch our hearts, and start to transform our souls. Uh, today, we're going to take a look at a story from Daniel chapter 1, which uh, I have been looking at over the last couple days. Is I think it's a good way for us to be reminded of even in circumstances where we sometimes feel like we don't have complete control, we still have a lot of ability to honor God and to still be intentional and purposeful with the way that we live and the activities that we do. And sometimes those things may not be huge changes that we make, they may be small, but even small intentional changes that we do to honor God can make huge impacts in our lives. And so in Daniel chapter 1, which is in the Old Testament, we're going to uh, start in verse uh, 5. And in verse 5, we, we see God start to reveal the story for us of what's happening to Daniel. And to give you a little bit of background, Daniel is a story about being in exile, which in many ways is exactly how Christians should view the world. Uh, being in exile means that you are a person of a different nationality that has been taken from your home and moved to a foreign country. And you now live in a foreign culture with foreign rules and foreign gods and all kinds of things that are different. And now you're trying to, behind what we would call enemy lines or in a, in a foreign culture, you're trying to stay true to who you are and who your identity is. That's, that's what being in exile is. And so a lot of times throughout the period of Israel, in the Old Testament, uh, we find the Israelites in this situation. They're still called to be God's people. They're still called to obey his rules, yet they're not in Israel. They're under a foreign power. They're under foreign influence. And so they have all these things around them that are creating a difficult culture for them to be who God has asked them to be. And so this way of the exile is very similar to what we see being Christians today. Um, while most of us are not persecuted for our beliefs on a day-to-day -day basis, the reality is our culture is not built to honor God. Our culture is not built with laws and rules that are promoting God's values. And so in many ways, if we're not careful, if we just go with the flow of the culture around us, we will find ourselves being pushed into a place where we're not at the throne of God and that we're not doing what he's asked. And so we kind of have to have this mentality too, the, the way of an exile where you go, hey, I know I'm in a different culture. I know I'm in a different place, but I'm God's people and I'm going to choose to live his way and glorify him. And so in Daniel chapter one, we see the beauty of how this isn't always big things. It sometimes can be small things. And so in Daniel chapter 1, starting in verse 5, it says, And the king appointed for them a daily provision of the king's delicacies and of wine which he drank, and three years of training for him, so that at the end of that time they might serve before the king. And so what you have happening here is the king has taken on the Jewish people, and he's taken some of their most talented young men, and he's put them in his court to work for him. So he's training them up. But he also wants them to adopt their culture. And so one of the things we're going to see here is the way these individuals are, are eating the food and drink that's given to them. And so in verse 6, it continues. It says, From now on, those of the sons of Judah were Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. To them, the chief of the eunuchs gave names. Uh, he gave Daniel the name of Belshazzar, to Hananiah, Shadrach, to Mishael, Meshach, and to Azariah, Abednego. And he said, But Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's delicacies, nor with the wine which he drank. Therefore he requested of the chief of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. Now God had brought Daniel into the favor and goodwill of the chief of the eunuchs, and the chief of the eunuchs said to Daniel, I fear my lord the king, who has appointed your food and drink. 
for why should he see your faces looking worse than the young men who are your age? Then you would endanger my head before the king. So let me pause right there because I, I want you to see two things. One, we don't get a lot of details about why this food's not good. Uh, there, there's two possible theories, uh, or, or two really good theories I've heard before. One is, is that this food was dedicated to idols of foreign gods. And since it was dedicated to idols of foreign gods, Daniel wanted to have no part in it because he felt in eating it, he was honoring those foreign gods, not honoring God. The second is, is that maybe this food was unclean. Uh, if you know anything about Old Testament Judaism, you know there's all kinds of rules and laws about the foods that they're supposed to eat, the things that are clean or unclean. And so for whatever reason, the food that's being presented to Daniel makes him feel like this is asking him to go against God's instruction for him. And so Daniel says, no, in my heart, I have a desire to continue to honor God and to make sure that this is at the forefront. Now, what I think is important about this is a couple things. One, how easy would it have been for Daniel to justify eating the food, right? How easy for him to say, you know, I'm behind enemy lines. We got a foreign power here. We've got this violent king. God doesn't want me to die. There's a good chance that if I disobey the king's order, my life could be ended. There's a good chance if I do this badly, uh, my story's over. I got to do this to save myself. It would have been very easy for Daniel to justify not to do this. But what's beautiful is he senses in himself, this is not something that honors God. And he is willing to stand his ground to do what's right. And there is a risk that he has for other people, right? The unit comes to him and says, hey, look, I like you. I hear what you're saying. But guess what? If you don't look healthy at the end of this, the king will take my head. I'll die. And so there's a lot on the table here for what seems to be a small decision. And so in verse 11, we pick back up. It says, So Daniel said to the steward, whom the chief of the eunuchs had set over, Daniel, Hemni, Mishael, and Azariah, Please test your servants for ten days, and let them give us vegetables to eat and water to drink, and then let our appearance be examined before you. And the appearance of the young men who ate the portion of the king's delicacies, as you see fit, so deal with your servants. So he consented with them in this manner, and he tested them ten days. At the end of ten days, their features appeared better and fatter in flesh than all the young men who ate the king's portion of the delicacies. Thus the stewards took away their portion of delicacies and the wine, and they were to drink and gave them vegetables. As for these four young men, God gave them knowledge and skill in all literature and wisdom, and Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. And so what we see here is at the end of the, the test, the, God has blessed them. They look healthy, look good. Uh, God appreciates the discipline that they've shown, and he blesses them with the, these abilities and talents to move forward and be profitable to the, to the kingdom. Um, I think when we look at this, there's a couple big lessons for ourselves. One, everything we do, everything we do, is a reflection of our relationship with God and how we love him and how we serve him. And while often it is very easy to cave on what we think are little things, the reality is those little things often aren't as small as we think they are. And not only that, but they start to build up a pattern in our lives, a pattern where if we're continually caving on our values, it's going to be a lot easier to do that in the big moment. And at the same time, if we are holding to our values in little ways every day, it's going to be a lot easier in those big life-defining moments for us to do the right things. The other reason this story has been interesting to me, is especially as we stare at the world right now with coronavirus everywhere, is 
I think a lot of people get frustrated because when environments like this occur, they feel powerless. They feel like there's a lot of circumstances, there's a lot of things in their life that they can't control, that aren't up to them, that they can't deal with. And, and sometimes when that happens, when we feel like there are all these fences put around us that we can't control, we kind of stop doing. We, we, we kind of stop being intentional and purposeful. And we stop having influence over those things that we still are able to control. The reality is we have a ton of ability in this country in most of the places where this is happening to still live a very good life, right? It's not like we're sitting at home, barely making it. Most of us have food, most of us provisions, most of us have internet, social media, video games, movies, TVs, every, we have our families with us. And I know that's not everybody, but that's a lot of people who are, who are impacted right now. Be purposeful, be intentional. This is an interesting, moment for us in a time where yes, there's negatives, but there's also positives with gift of us being in closer proximity to our families. Try to find those little things that glorify God, that build your family stronger, and that show even though there are certain, certain circumstances you can't control, you are not powerless each and every day to glorify God and to do work for the kingdom. God has given you what you need. He's given you a spirit of power, a spirit of love, and a spirit of self-discipline. And if we use that rightly, no matter where we are, we can help build the kingdom. And I think that has to be our mentality. Thanks for spending a few minutes with us today. May God bless you. May God use you. May you stay healthy. And we will see you soon.